0: You are listening to the Ortho Idea Podcast, where we bring you the newest trends in orthopedic technology. Tune in for engaging interviews with medical device executives, surgeons, and surprise special guests discussing new disruptive technology in the marketplace. Here is your host, Eric Anderson.
1: Thank you very much for tuning in to the Ortho Idea Podcast. My name is Eric Anderson, and I will be your host. And today I have the honor of having Scott Day who's the chief commercial officer of Gramercy Extremity Orthopedics. And he's going to talk about their innovative technology that I think is going to be very important moving in the future in this in this marketplace. And so without further ado, Scott, how are you today?
0: Eric, how are you? Thanks for the invitation.
1: Absolutely. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on as I, we were all going through, well, we're still going through, it, but hopefully we're on the other end of the COVID pandemic. You had some really interesting marketing that you put out on LinkedIn, some content that you addressed just how your technology can is going to be very, very exciting in the marketplace. So wanted to have you come on today and talk about Geo and just give us a little bit of background on it and exactly where you guys are going in the future.
0: Certainly. Well, you've already got the lingo down, right? So GEO is an acronym for Gramercy Extremity Orthopedics, but we're more affectionately known in the marketplace as GEO. And really, how we deliver our concept and our methodology to the marketplace is via the GEO card. So, certainly, we were gaining an immense amount of traction with our sterile packaging and our RFID enabled technology pre COVID when we were talking about you know, primary selling points being sterility, safety, availability, and circumventing sterile processing. Well, now, if you can do all those things, and you can imagine in this post-COVID world, and, and by the way, I hope you're right, man. I hope we are on the downside of COVID-19, and, and we're going to start getting back to some sense of normalcy. We really are positioned very nicely. There are a lot of companies that bring sterile packaging to the fore. There are a lot of companies that bring instrumentation that's single-use and disposable. We're one of those companies. But what the other companies don't do in the space is they don't have the RFID-enabled technology. And RFID is, you know, most people don't know what RFID is. And prior to coming to GEO, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't proficient in RFID, which is radio frequency ID. RFID is, in a nutshell, being able to track and scan and account for whether it's case management or whether it's inventory management. It's able to track these cases, and then it populates a deliverable. So in our case, when you scan out of the geocart an implant or an instrument tray, and again, all of these are sterile packaged, single use, very specific, they're populated on an electronic charge sheet. And what makes that really important is, is that limits a rep's activity in this post-COVID world, especially in you know, hospitals for the surgery center setting. So and gone are the days of having to route and walk a handwritten charge sheet through the facility after you get the circulator's signature, walk it down to materials, walk it over to accounting. When we load and deploy and set up a location with geo, we get all of this done electronically. And so that's one of many features of RFID technology. You know, others are inventory management. We can track exactly what a cart has at any given time so on your phone you know the rep can look at this and say "Oh, i've got five 18 millimeter staples for my Liz frank case today so i'm good on inventory we automatically trigger restock it's amazing what we can do eric with this technology because we always know exactly what we have
1: in every tailored geocart well, that's fantastic. And it reminds me of, and I'm gonna probably date myself as I, I go into this a little bit deeper into this, but I was with Synthes back in the day when the Synthes inventory management system, the Sims cart, came to be sure. right. And so it it sounds like this is the Sims cart, but doing it the right way and <laughs> and obviously, you know, with a little AI involved as well. So what exactly can a facility only I'm asking questions that to see if it, this if there's broader applications. Sure. Right, it, it, right. Where do you see the, is it going to be proprietary to geo implants? Do you see it morphing into other things? How exactly do you position the geo card itself? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, great question, and that's actually a question we get quite often, especially at the most recent ACFAS, or you know even with the BD guys from a lot of the big companies saying, "Hey, we love the technology, we love the RFID." What if we put our distal radius plate in there? What if we put our ankle fracture plate in there? And that's really not the business model. The time that went into the trial and error and developing RFID is pretty immense and intense. And so, you know, it takes, it takes time to create the actual cart and the shielding. It takes time to figure out how to embed the RFID tag under the label. You, know, you mentioned the Sims cart. This is definitely the Sims cart. On steroids, and it's it's probably not just next gen; it's probably third gen of that concept. And so, you know, we do have all proprietary geo implants in the cart. And what's really impressive is is that we have U.S.-based key opinion leaders that have helped us organically design every single one of our solutions. So, everything from our cannulated screw system, which goes from two O to eight O, headed and headless, to our nitinol preloaded staples that go from eight millimeters all the way to 25 millimeters. You know, we've got, we've got really, really innovative stuff. So one thing that, that I would want to leave your audience with is to make sure that people understand this just isn't an innovative way to deliver implants. It is that, but it's not just that there's a ton of IP around the actual, you know, implants themselves or the instrumentation themselves. If you look at the Geo staple and you have a look at the inserter, there's two patents and there's intellectual property around the inserter. This is good stuff. You're not sacrificing quality when your materials manager, your purchasing director, goes in and, and requests a GeoCart be deployed into your surgery center or your facility. This is not race to the bottom stuff. This is still very, very robust, very efficacious implants and all proprietary. Two
1: go, well, and I can imagine with having the implants and just the trackability, and then having innovative technology that can be tracked. I'm sure your your market acceptance is, is going to be, especially after COVID, a brisk one. And I alluded to or, or talked about in the beginning of the of the podcast the marketing that you'd put out on LinkedIn, where the tray was sitting by the door of a surgery center, okay. and, right. and I I laughed. Right. I laughed at it, but what was really took me back is I've seen that happen several times. I've seen it happen quite a few times where the facility isn't open, or they can't get you know a courier can't get it there in time, and it it's just sitting there, whether it be outside or inside. And so, obviously, your technology and geo addresses that. Are all of your instrument is all of your instrumentation in the cart? How does that work with your implants?
0: Yeah. And very fair point. And that was, you know, that picture that you reference on LinkedIn, that actually came from a surgeon that came from a doc. We were going through the value analysis committee process at that facility. And she sent that text and she said, you got to be kidding me. This is why we need geo. Here's a screw tray with the instruments, you know, a standard reusable non-sterile screw tray sitting outside in the rain, outside the door. Now, certainly, not to pick on the existing model that's served us all very well for a very long time, but that's one of those things that you just don't want to see. And now you don't have to see that. So that's one of the things when we speak to you know sterility and safety, we also speak to availability. And that's you know maybe I'll kind of segue from that that picture on LinkedIn to your question. We have two options for the geo cart. We have a small cart and we have a large cart. Small cart has the capacity and the capability to hold roughly 1,000 implants and instruments. The large cart may hold 2,000 implants and instruments. And what's really, really interesting here, and I really want to focus on this, and if you've got a follow-up question, please feel free to stop me. But the instrumentation is in there, yes, to answer that first question. But to carry it one step forward, the implants and the instruments that correspond to them are tailored to the facility's usage, so we don't just have a you know, a vending machine or a Pixis system or you know an incredibly jazzed up Sims cart. These are all tailored to the usage of the facility. So if we know that we've got cannulated screws, we've got nitinol staples, we've got hammer toe implants, MTP fusion plates, etc., on and on. There are going to be some facilities that say, you know what? I love the screws. I love the staples, love the new MTP plate, but you know what? We don't do a lot of hammer toe here. Why don't you take those out and let's make more room for, you know, 3 headed screws. Perfect. We can do that. And that's one of the things that we do. We're currently in 19 health systems, not facilities, health systems from Oregon to Connecticut. And in those, if you look at, if you were to look at the configuration. Of every geocart from the West Coast to the East Coast and back, you'd find that not one cart looks the same in terms of its configuration inside as any other one in the United States. And that's a really, really big selling point for us. And when we're having those conversations with hospital administrators or surgery center managers, it's an incredibly impressive fact. And that's the one in my observation that stuck with people more than anything else is the ability to tailor exactly what they need exactly when they need it because if you've got 1000 implants and instruments tailored to your usage you don't need to have boxes sitting outside your materials manager door in the rain you know what i mean
1: oh i sure do and again you know going back to that seeing that tray outside that happens <laughs> all the time and not only seeing those types of instances where it's outside How many times have we all been in a facility and they, you know, called and they say, Hey, we're going to use this next. And well, where the heck is that? And then the goose chase starts and it's like the wild goose chase of, of looking around in central sterile and all over the facility. And it's, you can't, And well, maybe you can, maybe you've brought the technology to market where you can quantify just how much the expense is involved in not having this system available. And then something that also, as I was doing your research on your organization and your technology, Mm -hmm. do you have the ability of software wise, or is this something that will come in the future where let's say the facility on Monday, they have their schedule for the next three days? of we're going to do this many hammer toes, or we're going to do this. Can the schedule dictate or analyze what's in the cart and figure out that they have the correct inventory available for those cases?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we have proprietary software, and that's one of the other barriers to entry in this space. We talked at the beginning of, of this conversation about you know a lot of trial and error that goes into hammering out RFID and finding out where to place the tags and how to make the technology work and how to shield the cart itself so that you're getting accurate counts on the inventory. That's sort of the tangible side of it. The non-tangible, right? The magic, if you will, is the software and that's proprietary as well. And you made it, you know, you made a lot of good points. You talk about the goose chase. You know, you're right. What if there is an add-on? You know, we were talking about, you know, maybe something that dropped and gosh, got to run to central sterile, got to run down to SPD to get that. How much time does that take? We're always pressed for time. That's something that, you know, everyone in our space and in our call pattern is, is being pressured to reduce, reduce the amount of time, reduce the docs time in the case by creating more intuitive instrumentation, you know, reduce the running back and forth to sterile processing. Reduce the overall amount of time it takes to bring something to the facility and back. And clearly, you know, we check a lot of those boxes, but the software does help anticipate that. And that's one thing where in the cart, and again, if you haven't seen a cart for your audience, you know, obviously on LinkedIn, we're at Gramercy Ortho on the internet, we're com. but you can see pictures of the cart. And the cart, when you look at it, it looks like, you know, any other procedure card, but on the bottom that you can't see is the RFID reader and on top is the actual touch screen. And so on the touchscreen, you know, there are opportunities to, to manage the cart where you can tailor, you know, the individual surgeon's names in your facility. So the circulator is not sitting there typing, okay, Dr. Eric, is it Eric with a C or with a K, right? We don't have those problems because when we set it up, we all, we load it in. So when they hit surgeon, they're presented with a drop-down box. Again, all this is embedded in the proprietary software, but yeah, you know, you have the opportunity that's in the surgeon management, but in the cart management, it'll tell you exactly what's in that cart at any given time. The cart self inventories every day at 2am local time. So if you brought in some restock on a Tuesday that night at 2am, it'll make sure that it counts it, and it'll give you a count. But it can also, you can drill in on the touchscreen to say, in your example, yeah, we've got three midfoot fusion cases coming up this week. We know we're going to use a lot of 15 and 18 millimeter staples. What's our inventory and can we go ahead and tee that up? Perfect. You know exactly how many you have. Oh, great. We've got five 15s and we've got four 18 millimeter staples. We should be great. Corresponding instrument kits. Great. We've got everything we need. Perfect. And so, one thing that I, I do think is important is yes, we know exactly what we can do, and two, we also know what our instrumentation is. And sometimes, with sterile packs or procedure packs, you'll find that the implant and the instrument are in the same kit. And one thing that we did, and we were very mindful of doing this at Geo, is we separated that. So, if we're using cross screws, for instance, right, two three O oh, or two four O oh, cross screws in the helix. What we can do is, you know, we have those separately packed as opposed to having one screw and one instrument kit all bundled in one, because you could use, you know, one 3 screw kit for three or four screws. You know, your drill is still sharp. Your, your K-wires are still there. We pack extra K-wires. So we've really made it intuitive, and we believe that creates a more cost-effective scenario. Same with staples, and of course, same with MTP plating.
1: Well, that's amazing to think about. Just and as I'm, I'm sitting here and you're, and you're you're telling me all the different things that can happen, it's amazing to me again to think about the ma- the manpower to get ready for a case and the right. scrambling that could occur that we can't find the things that we need to, and all of us are in hospitals. Watch it every day. The manpower that it takes to get ready for a case, and then obviously the stress if something's not available. So I, I think this the Geo card is, is something that's been needed. It can be a tremendous asset in the OR, of course. What do you see the future for Geo? Where do you see, and obviously there's things that you can't talk about, but some things that you see as the future as far as, you know, where do you go from here?
0: Sure. You know, right now
1: it's a great place to be
0: for Geo, right? For our team and for our distributors. And I want to, I really want to, emphasize the fact that you know it's a great time not only for the management team the executive leadership team but it's a great time for the distributors and I think one of the misconceptions I want to be very vocal about whether it's on social media whether it's on you know this podcast with your audience today Eric this is not a repless model we are not trying to eliminate the rep we are trying to limit the reps non-essential activity, in facilities where they're not allowed to be in there, not by our directives, but by the hospital administration's directives. This is a great way to partner with established, well-respected local reps and distributors. And we've done that. We've got over 26 partners throughout the United States. And that's one thing I think can't, can't be emphasized enough. We are not a repless model. We're trying to adapt and assimilate to this new world that we're all trying to still figure out. And I think a lot of our, our colleagues in hospital administration are trying to figure it out too. And we're trying to present a solution to a very, very complex problem. So that's one thing I think goes without saying and must be stated in no uncertain terms. But in terms of future product development, you know, we're kicking off an ankle fracture system. We've already engaged our design team. So that's something to be looking forward to. And we're looking to demonstrate we can carry more than just metal. You know, there's certainly opportunities for sports medicine products. There's opportunities for placental derived membrane that's terminally spheral and has a long shelf life. So there's a lot of products, I think, again, to your point, I appreciate you saying it, kind of giving me an out on that. That you know, we're not at liberty to say a whole lot, but I think those are things that you you can look forward to and you can look forward to seeing in your geocart. As we continue to define and demonstrate the value proposition of this technology, that this isn't just limited to cannulated screws, right? Or this isn't just limited to night staples. The opportunities are endless in our space, and it's not limited to one call pattern or one segment of orthopedics. So we're excited about that. That's something that, that I think will become incredibly impactful for health systems, again, throughout the United States. And I hope to come back and hope to talk to you and say, you know, that 18, 19, 20 health systems in mid 2020 could be double that in mid 2021 or triple, you know, who knows the sky's the limit. And as systems continue to not only see the value proposition, but a lot of it is once you install and deploy and in-service these carts, how this begins to work in practical application is very impactful. And knowing that, you know, just last week, just last Wednesday, I was in Century City in Los Angeles. We deployed a cart. They did their first case yesterday. Fantastic. Smooth as silk. The doc loved the implants. But more importantly, the staff, the frontline workers, the nurses, and the circulator said, this was so easy. We had everything we needed. We had no hand, you know, handwritten errors on a charge sheet. The rep was there, but he didn't have to be, you know, right over our shoulder in a cramped surgery center OR, you know, we dropped something and then we had exactly what we needed about running to central sterile processing. And when we were done, the turnover in the room was, it was effortless. So, so many boxes are checked. So many efficiencies are created. And one thing that we didn't even talk about, Eric, is you can run multiple cases from one cart. And so that's something that that we've seen in a lot of health systems where you can run up to 10 cases from one cart. You just keep all your cases active. And it's, again, it's the proprietary technology that makes this whole thing work.
1: Well, it's very exciting. And, and I can see the endless opportunities that can that geo can address and and i do appreciate you talking about and addressing kind of that's always the elephant in the room these days which is the repless model and i talked to so many different distributors and medical device reps and (laughs) if you want to spur some heated conversation start with that with the (laughs) With with the old repless model, how does that go? But because That's you know, correct. obviously, you know, and we don't have to really get, you know dive into that whole talk because that could take a long time. But you know, there is the push for this repless model that goes on in several hospitals, and in mm-hmm. some some systems have tried to do it, and it it's failed miserably. Others have done it, and they're blimping along with it. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate you you talking about that with your distributors, and and I can definitely see this is not a repless model, but it sure. really eliminates the unneeded, like, I mean, I, with a charge sheet that's turned in by somebody who, you know, has written down by hand, all these different charges, you can't read it, the implants are wrong, there's three different iterations of it that have to be corrected. I totally can see how this eliminate all of that. Again, it all goes down to manpower and, and the facility spending money on individuals having to correct these things.
0: Well, yeah. And you know, we're nothing without our reps and distributors. And we run a business maybe a little bit different than than some of the other companies that, that we're all familiar with. But we really do take the approach that we work for our distributors. And if we approach our partners in the field with a mindset that we at GEO are resources and we are assets to them, and that they're the ones that make this work locally, they're the ones that leverage their relationships every day, then we're going to be wildly successful. And we have been because of that methodology. And I will even say, you know, we talked so much in the last several minutes about the efficiencies for hospitals and the efficiencies for the surgeons and, you know, whether it's cost savings or efficacy enhancements, let's say, let me tell you when you're not filling out a charge sheet and you're actually being a consultative seller, the reps are happy. When you're not spending all your time, walking a charge sheet around, being told to stop consuming PPE, reps are happy. And when you've got a 1,000 implants parked in three, four, five of your high volume facilities, uh, I'm sorry, a 1,000, you know, four or five carts with a 1,000 implants each that are parked in your high volume facilities, guess what? You know, reps aren't spending their time lugging trays back and forth, sterile processing into the trunk of their car and over to FedEx just to avoid getting deemed for a loaner charge. You know, this is, you know, again, we spent several minutes talking about hospital surgeon health system, patient focus efficiencies. There are a number of efficiencies, Eric, for the reps themselves. And in many cases, they're the biggest fans. They don't have to drive in traffic to go cover a cannulated screw case, but their stuff is there. The backups are there and the efficiencies are there. They're not asking the circulator to write up their case sheet for them if they're stuck in traffic. They don't have to pull something out of a facility that may or may not have had COVID in LA to bring it down to Orange County. And then all of a sudden, you know, the facility in LA doesn't have what they need. This solves all of those problems. And what we're doing is we're empowering reps to be the consultative sales professionals that they are, as opposed to spending four hours a week at their local FedEx. And I think that's important as well.
1: Well, it's extremely important. And you hit the nail on the head with, you know, as a consultative seller, if you can eliminate several of those different things that the monotony and all sales representatives and they're listening to this podcast know it right now and they're all like rolling their eyes thinking about how many times they race to FedEx or race back to a facility or you know, that's missing or this is missing and, and just the the heart palpitations that occur. Yeah, with, exactly.
0: <laughs> or you missed dinner with your wife, or you missed your your son's baseball game, or you know. Sure. Uh, all sure. of that. There's a personal element to this.
1: Yeah, no, there definitely is. And it's very exciting. And and again, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to come on and talk about GEO. And I believe as as you move along in, in this, and especially after COVID, it's going to be exciting to watch your company. And and as you alluded to a little bit before, we'll definitely have you on again and want to hear about your acceleration of installations of GEO cards across the country.
0: We can't wait. I've got some work to do then. I gave myself a bit of a A bit of a target there with doubling by this time next year. No, I'm a huge fan of what you've done on this podcast. This is fantastic stuff, man. So so thank you again for the invitation. Really, really good stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Scott. And I ask everybody who comes on the podcast one question. I don't prompt anybody about it. So here's my question. If you were not the chief commercial officer at Gramercy Extremity Orthopedics, and you decided that you were going to... Do something like the proverbial, when you grow up, what would you really want to be? What would that be?
0: That's a great question. And I know exactly what the answer is, but I'm going to preface it with this. I'm going to preface it with after Geo got to the point where it was so successful that you know it ran on its own as, as a big five orthopedic company or it was acquired by one. I've got to put that caveat in there. I would go be a high school lacrosse coach.
1: Man, that is fantastic! You're my first high school lacrosse coach <laughs> in the person who's come on, come on the podcast. So that's what I would do.
0: No lie, I hope that passes the smell test with your audience. But for those that know me, they won't be surprised. But yeah, that's what I would do without hesitation.
1: Oh well, that's great to hear. Lacrosse is one of my favorite sports. All my kids play. My son plays in college. So at some other point in time, we'll have to swap lacrosse stories for sure. That's what we'll do. We'll tee that up for the next one. There you go. Love it. Well, again, thank you, Scott. Appreciate all your time in, in coming on the podcast and sharing your exciting new technology. And if and you kind of talked about it a little bit before, but where can people go, whether they be hospital administrators or surgeons or representatives or distributors, where can they go to learn more about Geo?
0: Yeah. So at Grammarcy Ortho on LinkedIn or Instagram. Are probably some of the best places to go right now, mainly because we've got the multimedia videos and we've got a lot of quick strike retrospective case studies where you can see before and after of how we do cases out of the cart. And we're not just doing small forefoot cases; we're doing some major midfoot and rearfoot reconstruction as well. So, whatever you want to see—if you want to see a hammer toe or an IP fusion or if you want to see a triple arthrodesis, MTP fusion, or lapidus, have a look at those. Those are the best ones with the easiest pictures to access. And then from there, you can always message us and we can make sure that, again, if you're a hospital administrator, if you're an interested surgeon or an interested distributor in an area where we don't have coverage, definitely reach out, direct message us, and and we'll make sure you get the information that
1: you need. Well, that's great. And again, thank you very much. And this is exciting new technology. And we look forward to having you on the podcast again.
0: Let's, Let's do it, it again soon, Eric. Take care, buddy. Will
1: do. Thanks, Scott. All take right. care. All right. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Ortho Idea Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the technologies discussed, please visit www.orthoidea.com.